bros chilling in the hot tub five feet apart because they're not gay two bros two bros five feet apart because they're two bros two bros Yeah, that's true. In, in England, in Harry Potter land, in, they do say crisp. In, in Harry, the uh-huh. blue wizard land. Mm-hmm. So uh, welcome to We Rate Career Bait, the show where we explore the blurry line between homie and homo. I'm one of your hosts, Sky. My pronouns are he, she. I am Devin. My pronouns are he, him. I'm Emery. My pronouns are they, she, he. And uh, yeah, we are exploring um, sort of a definitive culturally uh piece of media i suppose do you guys like werewolves <laughs> what's your opinion on werewolves do you guys like werewolves do you guys like werewolves i've never heard of werewolves before in my life i don't know what that is oh really i really hate werewolves i think they're bad for the culture yeah i've never recorded a podcast of digimon ghost gaze where Devin was a guest and we just talked about how how we want to kiss werewolves for an hour yeah, Sometimes I have be never like been on an episode of a podcast uh, about Digimon where uh, for a few hours I, um, in an audio form, show my <laughs> entire ass somehow, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, it's crazy that in an audio form people got the image of my entire ass, but it was laid bare. Well, yeah, it was okay, right there think... in the waveform. It was fucked up. <laughs> Usually they don't make <laughs> yeah. that shape. Yeah, if you look at the entire waveform, it'll just, like, form into the picture of my ass, and everyone will be like, huh, interesting. That's okay, because if you look at um, any of the episodes where we were talking about Uvogine in um, Conewell Hunting, that is also what the waveforms look like. It's my mm-hmm, ass, mm-hmm. though. Oh, I thought it would have been, like, Uvogine holding you in his big, strong arms. Uh, I mean, yeah, but it's me, sh- you know. Yeah, you showing your ass while Uvogin. That's right. I am face down, ass up. That's the way Uvogin likes to fuck. Um, yeah. Both of our asses are showing, I think. You guys are both just ending your turns with face down, ass up, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, we're like posing, you know. Yeah. We're going to give him a show. Yeah, so 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 we read the Prisoner of Azkaban, and I don't know about y'all, but now I worship the devil. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, I've been like kind of, you know, you know, you know. I yeah. think we're all there a little bit, but mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, well, yeah. I'm spending my uh, moonlit nights uh, in the forest alone uh, on a tree stump. Uh, showing my tender, juicy body to whatever stray werewolves happen to be walking by. I hope mm-hmm. none of them are out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this was... Um... Man, it's hard to talk about Harry Potter for one episode of a podcast is the thing. I it's mean... almost like there's an entire <laughs> podcast with 180 episodes. Mm. There are. There There are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Harry there... Potter and the Sacred Text, everybody. That's right. It's Harry Potter and the Sacred Texts that we're that we're plugging here. Yes. Um No, I mean it's just you know, cultural phenomenon. Hard to sum up, but like, you know, it was definitely I remember the movies coming out more than the books. Like being in that age group is where I'm at. Um, but man, I remember like the whole satanic panic thing and everyone was like, Wow, 
that sucks like that people are hating on this poor woman who wrote some really good books and then like just the pendulum swung so far in the other direction that anything that she did for like two decades was like wow that's so good she's doing such a good job queen and um never you know she persisted and and yeah and then after that she never did anything wrong and we all agree with her yeah yeah she's actually um the new queen of england yeah yeah no that's a lie she's a huge turf and we fucking hate her Mm-hmm, we want to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. p- fucking push her into the pool at a party. Yeah, so... Um... I didn't know you could do that in Minecraft. <laughs> I, for one, am going to take her to the lava section of Minecraft. Damn. Mm. Damn, that's where fire lives. That's where fire lives, haha. That's crazy that that's where the fire lives, and that's where J.K. Rowling is. Um... By the way, it is always moral to burn down a rich person's house after stealing all their stuff from it. Always, 100% of the time. They're just going to buy new ones, so it's fine. Yeah, um, that's true. And I think, like, her, um, her big hedges that are out there, I think you should just kind of, like, I think in Minecraft it would be funny if you just destroyed them or made, like, rude, like, shapes in them or something like that. I think that would be, like, really funny and fine. I'm going to cut them all into the shape of a dick. Mm. I think, you know, you you, you you cut them into the shape, spelling out the word trans, spelling out the words trans rights. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so anyways, um, this series um, has, I think, maybe not in our rating system, because our rating system is perfect, and, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to, but I think, like, in terms of, like, just queer baiting in general, I think there's, like, an unholy trifecta that harry potter achieves which is that it is um it's gay baiting uh-huh um it's definitely trans baiting with of course know, to certain degrees and then there's uh, a third category uh and that's furry bait and this one has all three and i think that that's the real crime <laughs> to the queer community yeah like, yeah I, th- I think that's gonna be something that like i'm, I'm developing a thesis on today um, None of the main characters want to know what cool animal they could become, which is a lie. Yeah, yeah. it's Rowling has never met like, a teenager in her life. It's I I'm I'm just thinking about like the millions of people in the Harry Potter fandom who like who don't know that they have personas because they just think that they have Patronuses, and I'm like, dude, fucking fucking talk to an artist get a commission and have 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 your little animal sona made into a little guy like yeah, it's that's animal... so much better than just having a little fucking spooky specter that comes out of your wand and has no personality they live in a world where um their animal that patronus form... can be you like you just have to imagine it where their pictures can move and talk and interact you could have your fursona commissioned, and it could be a dude who talks to you. Yeah. Like, like this is my fursona. We go bowling on Fridays. Like, what the fuck? None of these te- none of these teenagers are like, oh, I could become a cool dog. 
It's like book five, they start a secret club. And in that secret club, they're like, wow, wouldn't it be cool if we learned how to do the spell that protects you from depression and also is your fursona? And it's like, that's cute. And then in book six, they could have. They could have had the option of going, wow, our defense club, um, we're still here. Let's take it to the next level because we don't trust Snape, the guy who's taken over the job. Like, we don't trust him. That's been established since book one. Why don't we do our secret club again? But this year, we're going to learn how to become anime guy. We're going to learn how to become our personas. Oh. Yeah. Instead, that book is about a book. It's about a potions book. There's nothing happens in that book. That could be. They crazy. can't keep you in prison if you turn if you if you become puppy mode. Like, why the yeah, fuck didn't go... they why the fuck didn't they plan on this contingency? You can do way more it... crimes if you can just turn into a dog whenever. Like, going puppy mode cured Sirius's depression in It did. Depression it is... prison. Canonically <laughs> proven to <laughs> Cure your depression and let you escape the depression goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna puppy mode saves lives. I'm gonna fucking reference a McElroy bit here, but furries mm. can do infinite crime. It is li- who's yeah. gonna stop them? What are they gonna really? ask for your fingerprints? You don't got those. You got paws now. That's right. Like, come on, fucking crazy. Put you in a police lineup. There's like, is that the guy? And then they go, I don't know. It was a dog. I don't fucking know. It was a dog. A dog burned my house down. I don't, like, these are all guys. These are dudes. It's just insane. Anyways. Anyways, I have a little timeline cooked up of the, um, we are specifically talking about the Wolfstar ship. Although I'm definitely going to have to get into um, some Snape shit Mm -hmm, throughout mm -hmm. this. Because they're all sort of like, you know, it's like the, the... He's the arch enemy kind of thing. So, anyways, um, there we find out this a lot in Prisoner of Azkaban. There's some other details like that we don't find out until five. Um, so like going back and forth. Basically, Sirius James Lupin and Peter Pettigrew all are friends. They're great friends. Um, James has a crush on Lily, who represents the divine feminine, and Snape is there. And he's also got a crush on Lily, but it's an evil crush. It's like, wow, it's fucked up and weird. And he wants her eyeballs. And, um, you know, um, <clears throat> he's like interested in the dark arts, which I would love JK Rowling to tell me exactly what she thinks the dark arts are in like her series. Um, cause I don't know. Well, apparently, apparently the dark arts is just like being a Kappa according to this book. According to yeah, book three. In, in this book, it's definitely it's like being that. An animal. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. like there's some creatures that are just sort of like fucking around, and you just gotta know how like to avoid them. Inherently you know? evil. There are well, just some animals out yeah, there that they're, are inherently They're D&D evil. They're D&D monsters yeah. which always have an evil alignment. They're like kobolds. Yeah. Exactly. When you see them, you should. It's okay to destroy them and exterminate them. It's fine. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Much like the goblins. Yeah. 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 Yeah, just like the goblins who are sentient. Um, but are evil. That's right. Um, so, yeah, they they kind of bully this Snape guy. They don't, like, he. it's very unclear whether or not it was because he was, like, 
J.K. Rowling loves her weird thought experiences, and the first uh, thought experiment that we encounter here is, um, is it okay to bully, like, the poor, queer, like, trans femish kid if um, they're a Nazi? So that's our first thought experiment of the day, and that is whether it was okay for uh, James and the crew to bully Severus. But um, also, these four boys, they're doing great. They're having a great time, except Lupin's got a problem. He's got a problem that he can't tell any of his friends about, and he's got, it is... He's, he's got, he's got that he likes boys? Yes. Oh, oh, no, he doesn't like boys. He just yeah, has... Fair. Um, he has a disease that is commonly associated with people who like boys, but he doesn't have it. He's okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's normal. But uh, no, he's Thank got God. this disease, and it's so fucked up because you know who gave it to him is this guy who loves giving it to children. He just loves like hanging out outside of orphanages um, to give this disease um, to children, and that's how Lupin got it. Um, so uh, yeah, he. <laughs> and then J.K. Rowling explicitly said that, that werewolves is an AIDS metaphor. Yeah, it turns out that that's being a werewolf, which is sick as fuck, except, yeah, it's got a lot of implications when you bring that into it. Um, It's fine, it's it's, fine. It's great. So yeah, um, the friends, his friends are all like, damn, um, that's really cool, actually, that you're a werewolf. We don't care, we're still your friends. In fact, we are also going to learn how to turn into animals, because that's sick as fuck. So James picks, they all, uh, you know, there's apparently a long procedure that they have to do, but they all do it by their, like, fifth year, so they're all, like, 15-ish. They learn how to turn into, James is a stag, uh, Sirius is a big black wolf, um, and Peter Pettigrew is a rat. He's a little rat guy, which is um, extremely funny in the context of they all had to pick animals that they were, like, all right, let's um, let's let's pick some guys that'll be big and strong, to like mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. do like protect people in case Lupin goes haywire. You know, yeah, we gotta like, be able to hold him back. Like a cool, like cool big black dog. Yeah, cool Did big they, black dog. The wolf. Did they stag, actually pick like, their the animals, or is it just like it's a process of discovery? You find out. I always assumed it was the latter. I always assumed that I just believe... like if you're an animagist, like it's it's kind of predetermined what animal you get. I believe in book three, like they a persona. Say they chose you don't have animals. a choice. Yeah, yeah, you have no choice in your persona. <laughs> um, but you are visited at night by a <laughs> guardian spirit that says, "Hey." Right. We should get a commission. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, I think I feel like in book three it says they chose those forms, but like I don't know if that holds true to the rest of the series. I know <laughs> they don't choose their Patronus forms, and I kind of always assume that your Patronus is your Animagus form, but hmm. I could be wrong. Well, I... who knows, because J.K. Rowling does not care about her magic at all. Yeah. No. I'm not putting more effort into this podcast episode than J.K. Rowling put into her most recent movie, so... Um, if they did get to choose... So we um, could, so we should actually just stop recording now, right? <laughs> yeah, I think... Oh, hell yeah! I love that ranking for us. <laughs> no, 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 no. I no, like no, no. to think if they did get to choose, um, it's funny that uh, James chose to be a big funny stag, uh, because he's like, what do wolves like? Deer. They love eating deer. 
I'm going to turn into a big sexy stag to shake my deer ass right into his face and then run around for about two hours. Yeah, it's like, oh, what if we're out there and we need a distraction? What if we need, like... <laughs> Look how juicy and tender I am. Uh-huh. Come eat me. And then Sirius can come in and just, like, wrestle with them, you know? Just yeah, kinda... like, like good old dogs. <laughs> just, <laughs> just wrestle them. So um, if you're an animagus and you get bitten by a werewolf but you're in your, like, human form, does that not turn you? Uh, hmm. Because it's crazy that they didn't get bit once. No, because they're friends when they're animals. For oh, some reason, so true. for some reason, you know, be, be you know, haven't haven't. Li- I guess it's just like he 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 was never like drawn to attack the the animal friends because they're not humans. And I guess you know, I, werewolfism is probably a disease that's like exclusive to humans. So he just doesn't. That's kind of the impression I got because he said like you know, hanging out with his pals in their animal forms made him you know, a lot more, like, lucid and able to just, like, hang out and romp around and have a good time. And any time he saw a student, he would try to kill them. But, you know, he he, 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 he didn't with his little animal friends. I love that if you give, like, a werewolf, like, enrichment, they're fine. Yeah. (laughs) If you give... Sorry, I have to go to a store and get a dog because I once a month turn to a werewolf and if I don't have my enrichment, I might hurt somebody. Yeah, like, you know, take them to the dog park. Literally. Give them a Nintendo, like, you know, just, just, just put them, just put them in, you know, a nice big cage with other werewolves, you know, give them lots of toys to play with, a wheel to run around in, you know. Yeah, there's a line where, like, Lupin talks about, like, he didn't have anything to, like, he didn't have people to scratch or bite, so he bit and scratched himself, and I'm like... Can somebody get the man a chew toy? <laughs> Can somebody please put a watermelon a... with some meat in his enclosure, for the yeah, love of God? Get him, like, give, a fucking give him nice, a fidget durable spinner. puzzle toy. Get him a nice, durable puzzle toy. Give him a snuffle mat. Put some raw, juicy steak <laughs> under there and just fucking let him loose. Give him He's a fidget fine. spinner. Like, come on. It's so sad, the, the, the state of uh, animal care in this day. Um... I have gone over through over 12 hours of training about fucking animal mental health. I can give you I can give you people tips on how to keep your werewolf happy. That's right. <laughs> They're not dangerous if they are if they are well cared for, have plenty of enrichment. That's right. How to keep your werewolf boyfriend safe and cared for at all times of the month. True. True. <laughs> very important. It's very important. It's very important. So, um, that's their school days. Um, they kind of, like, it, I am very unclear on how the whole, uh, Dumbledore being the secret keeper casting the spell, but Sirius said Pettigrew should be the one who's the secret keeper, and then Pettigrew betrays them, and then Dumbledore somehow didn't know that it was Pettigrew, but, um... Peter Pettigrew blew up a whole street and Sirius goes to prison and then Lupin presumably just sort of hangs out in poverty for like 14 years because werewolves are like unhireable, unemployable. Well, he was, he was, he was getting his um, Uh master's in education. Was he (laughs) going? For 14 years. Is there like a school? College? Like, yeah. For wizards? I don't, I don't know. (laughs) 
I have no idea how the wizarding world works. Neither does JK. Neither does JK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that's fine. That's where Sirius is uh, in prison. Um, we'll move on to the events of Prisoner of Azkaban, which does sort of include that summary from before, but um, that's our assigned reading. Um, <clears throat> so this is where Sirius breaks out of prison because he saw uh, a mouse in a newspaper mm-hmm. and he's like damn damn that's that that's that fucking rat that's I, that same fucking rat i'm gonna get him and i know that shitty little healthy. mouse boy anywhere i would know that fucking mouse anywhere i see a rat and i go ape shit yeah so you know oh serious one karapika mode yeah yeah, this is this is uh, Sirius's Karapika arc where he's like, I don't fucking care about anything except killing that rat. He said, sorry, to keep my anger like heated, in case I ever see a rat, I just go berserk no matter what kind of rat. Uh, what yeah, if yeah, yeah, yeah. the craven image of a rat makes my eyes go red? What if Tom got put in depression jail for 12 years and then he saw a picture of Jerry in the newspaper and decided to break out? You, you know... You know? That's basically, yeah. They should do that. <laughs> they should. <laughs> that should be an episode of Tom and Jerry. Yeah, where, where Tom's in prison for 13 years, 12 years, whatever. He sees, like, one image of Jerry who he, sw- like, swears is dead, and he just goes ape shit. Uh-huh. He just breaks out of prison. He's like, I gotta go get that guy. We should talk about Tom and Jerry. Is that queer bait? Yes. <laughs> I'm that's sure that like, really I'm sure destructive violent queer bait like it's Hannibal. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure that they kiss at multiple points throughout the 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 cartoon. Like it has oh, they to happen. Do. Oh, they definitely do. Yeah, like fucking it, that just happens in cartoons. Think about how many people Bugs Bunny kisses. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah, Bugs Bunny is super I mean, fucking queer. Like, yeah. One day we will talk about the uh, interesting relationship between Bugs and Daffy. Oh yeah, Daffy's canon. Yeah, thank Hell you yeah. to the social media manager of Looney Tunes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, happy Pride, everyone. That's right. Um, God. So this whole book is about Lupin being. Harry's sort of father figure. The movie has definitely some Lupin. Cool gay uncle figure. Yeah, he's like just sort of like a father. Like, yeah, like cool, like quiet gay uncle. Like, Mm -hmm. he definitely has one scene where he comes across as he both had a crush on Lily and James. Um, Well, sometimes you gotta. And that's cute for him. Um, And he teaches him the spell, the Patronus, that is um, the spell that brings forth your persona and frights your depression. Um, and, you know, it reminds him of his father, who his father's persona was a stag, as we've, as we've mm-hmm. mentioned. And, uh, they, 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 they have that in common, I suppose. Um, this m- book and movie has a lot of Snape being just completely over the top, which I always love. Um, and, you know, he's the one who in the end reveals that Lupin, uh, has AIDS, oh, I'm sorry, is a werewolf to everybody, and... Um, Lupin's like, oh, well, as soon as that gets out, all of the letters are going to be pouring in that are, I, I'm not fit to teach their students, and that's, um, so that's, that's cute for them, um, but. Yeah, Hogwarts <clears throat> is apparently just like Florida. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think that's true. And you know, Dumbledore, who we love and has apparently total control of the school, can't say no? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, you can stay, man. It's fine. No. I know you're, like, unemployable. I mean, you're probably going to go back out into poverty and probably, like, suffer. You can stay, man. It's fine. But no, no Lupin is that. Lupin is like, I forgot to take my sleepy werewolf juice exactly one time, and I didn't actually do anything bad, and, and I only forgot to take it because, you know, my, my supposedly dead friend you know, sort of showed up on, 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 on my, you know, find my friends app. And I was like, damn, maybe this convicted serial killer who is also my best friend is innocent. And I had to just take care of that right quick. And I didn't have time for my little nappy juice. Lupin's like, see, I had Grinder open and I saw Sirius Black on there, which made me scared. But then I saw Peter Pettigrew also on there. And I'm pretty sure Peter Pettigrew is supposed to be dead. So, I'm imagining his grinder profile is just like a blank image that just says definitely not a rat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um so yeah, he went to their locations and was like, damn, um serious, you're here and you're not dead. And they hug um like long lost brothers, which we all know what that's code for. Um They have, yeah, lots of cute moments here in the movie, I think. It's definitely more played up I will say um which is I guess kind of what I want to get into is like this is a funny case that I think J.K. Rowling just straight up did not know what she was doing and then as soon as she realized it she had to backpedal like so hard because definitely the movies I'm like watching them and like uh Lupin wakes up and or uh Lupin comes in and Sirius is like I don't know he's being Gary Oldman. I don't the remember corner. the lines. Yeah, they like they have a really cute hug, and then Snape immediately comes in and is like, "Ah, oh, you're arguing like an old married couple," and they're like, "Ha ha," they're yeah, they are. Um, and then cut to you know they save Sirius Black. They have to go away. Um, cut to Order of the Phoenix. They're like living together. God, I, are you I, skipping I... over the part in the third movie where um, uh, when Lupin was turned into his big puppy mode? Um, Sirius ran up to him and then kept touching him and be like, remember where your heart lies? It's in here. I knew there was another big moment I was forgetting. I can't believe you forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, because they, they come out just, of the Shrieking Shack. Mm-hmm. I do just want to call out the incredible moment in the Shrieking Shack, and I'm not sure, like, how, how this was adapted for the movie because I didn't rewatch it, but uh-huh. I do just want to fucking call out, like, you know, like... Uh, once, once, once Lupin like gets the whole story, he's like, "Oh, Peter Pettigrew is alive," and Sirius is like, "Yeah, he framed me," and Lupin is like, "Sick, cool, I believe you." And then they're both just like, and Sirius this whole time has been like, "I gotta kill this bitch." Uh, he mm-hmm. he he is super evil and a bad guy, and he killed my best friend. And then just as soon as Lupin, like, understands the situation, he is like, oh, yeah, let's do a murder. It's murder time. Two bros. Two bros killing their third bro. (laughs) Who killed their fourth bro and his wife, who (laughs) represents the divine feminine. Um, So there's that. Jot that down. You know, sometimes you come out of prison and someone says, hey want to help me kill a guy and you go fuck yeah i do yeah yeah sometimes they're you're just... a werewolf 
and <laughs> your gay bestie is like, hey, we should kill our other gay bestie. And you're like, fuck yeah, we should do that. Fuck yeah. I'm just like, yeah, Lupin was on board so fast, and I love that for him. <laughs> After prison shenanigans, guys night. Guys night, guys night, guys night. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> So yeah, they they have their whole shrieking shack thing. It's um, a mess, kind of. Um, they go back and forth for a long time. Sirius being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna give you the information," and they're like, "I don't care about the information." But there's like two full chapters of exposition. It right? sucks. Yeah, mostly I, I... about what I just described. Which again, J.K. Rowling was clearly much more interested in this like childhood like four yeah, bros like, like three-way bromance going on like they've they definitely they've definitely said this in shrieking shack but it does feel like she's really just like straining against the limitation of having to have harry be this prospective character she's really just like man i just want to write about these four bros and how they you know play around as animals together and definitely never kiss um <laughs> i was experiencing something i I didn't reread it. I listened to the audiobook because I can't focus for shit. Um, mm-hmm. But I was experiencing that thing where I remember being a child and getting to just like certain parts of Harry Potter and kind of the entirety of the last few books where like I read it, but my eyes glazed over and I oh. just kind uh-huh. of flipped the page as words washed over my mind. Yeah. <clears throat> Reading with ADHD. Was... We all know it. <laughs> yeah. That was the experience of like listening to it again these chapters mm-hmm. where i just i heard dialogue being said and i heard them talking but my brain was just making like i don't know like thomas the tank engine noises the time. <laughs> i was just like uh-huh mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. and sure yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. basically yeah. basically kind of the impression i get from the shrieking shack chapters were just like lupin is explaining his entire backstory is just like you know it's like the thing I do when I'm, you know, running a tabletop RPG campaign and I just, like, give my NPCs, like, elaborate backstories and I'm just like, damn, I, I really like these characters and I, I, I really want to talk about their backstories, but just that there's... But I fucking... For, I fucking have to goddamn focus on the player characters. Like, shit. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, sometimes just... you, like, make a side character you're like, this is vastly more interesting than anything I was just writing. I just maybe you can just have them give them their whole backstory. I right? just want to talk about how Ozra Yujin and Blaze the Cat from my interstitial campaign are best friends. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's right. Saying this. Okay, so yeah, um, let's talk. We we want to mention the part that. Um, Snape finds them, they knock Snape out, they bring everybody out, and then they realize, oh shit, it's the full moon, nobody, uh, Lupin didn't take his medication. Quick, Lupin, get back into the Shrieking Shack. Sirius runs up and, like, is, like, touching his face and, yeah, like, pressing against him, and he's like, no. Giving him a little kissy on the cheek. Yeah, Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. and he's like, this isn't your heart, you have to remember, your heart is here, this is where... Do you want to go dog mode in the woods? Yeah, 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 and then he, yeah, uh... Lupin is transforming. Sirius transforms into a dog to go wrestle with him and protect everybody. Um, they sort of uh, tumble down to the beach, uh, sort of gay style. Um, and then there's some time travel shenanigans, which mean that they don't die, um, including Harry fully coming into his persona and casting it across the lake to kill all of the depression. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, 
that's basically the gist of their relationship in that one. I do want to quickly talk about Order of the Phoenix and then the aftermath of those. Um, Order of the Phoenix has not a lot with them, but it does have Sirius and Lupin, like, feeling like they're, like, living together. And in the books, there's a scene where Harry finds out that uh, they that um, he it's the the scene where he figures out that James bullied Snape like pretty uh, horrifically, mm-hmm. um, and so he uses the like uh, flu network in Umbridge's office to go talk to uh, to Sirius, and who should be there but Remus Lupin who goes to get Sirius and they have this heart to heart about James all three of them together. Which the gist of is, again, basically just, listen, we were assholes. It wasn't great, but uh, he was a Nazi. So, uh, Shrug? Listen, he was trying to invade in our polycule. Yeah, yeah, he was... (laughs) We had a good thing going with, like, Lupin and Lily and Lily and James and James and Sirius and Lupin and Sirius and like it was just it was getting so complicated with Snape just like hanging on so we had to kind of bully him out you know how it is yeah um yeah so there's just definitely some some implications there and ending with like the end of it is Sirius dying and then Harry's rushing forward to try and get to him and Lupin is the one to like come up and hold him back and it's like that like you know we have the mirror of like Harry and his like two father figures who clearly had a relationship with We're each crushes. other yeah and like is like holding you know Lupin is holding Harry back and being like yeah you can't like Sirius is dead and it's like clearly hurting him as much as it's hurting Harry and we have all of that and then it just kind of seems like in the gap between books JK Rowling might have realized um how much people thought that that was kind of gay because uh, it comes back in the next book and has Tonks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, having uh, Harry thinks that Tonks was in love with Sirius, who is his cousin, like removed quite a bit, but his <laughs> her cousin. Um, and the, there's like I love a, the Habsburgs. a huge side plot that focuses on Harry being like, damn, why is Tonks so depressed? And she's at the castle all the time, which is weird. But I think it's just because she was... In love with Sirius? Question mark. He couldn't figure out why someone who worked at the Order of the Phoenix and was actively saying, "Harry, I'm on guard duty for you with the other orders," was hanging around near the castle. Once again, like he many... couldn't figure that out. He was just like, maybe she's trying to fuck Sirius. Like many things in that book, there's it's kind of a red herring that's nothing. It's like, oh, this feels like it maybe Tonks is imperialist or something. No, a it red turns in out the fact that. He has to be the dumbest man on the planet. Oh, yeah. Um, it turns out that um, Tonks, who we haven't really mentioned, but is um, everyone's beloved goth GF from book five, um, has actually been in love with Lupin this whole time because Lupin's straight. I don't know if you guys knew that. And so is Tonks. Tonks yeah. with the short, like, bubblegum pink hair, like, uh, cool clothes, like, stompy boots whatever she's extremely straight and she's in love with lupin can Um, we just talk about how tonks is like the only goth who's not like bellatrix lestrange or someone like 
this is wizard world there should be gods just left and right you know why is she the the only one with dyed hair and it's not even dyed she's a metamorph magus so she can just make it pink when she wants to but like talking to sky about this before uh we start but it is insane to me that like no one in the wizarding world more on the lines of them like not wanting to become like animals all the time no one just like gives themselves like claws or anything yeah like we never hear about like a kid just walking around with like a tail or like just wings for no reason no one does that shit. yeah there's no body modding there's no temporary tattoos yeah no no kid is like walking around with like purple eyes because they're like i think it would look sick as shit yeah are you kidding me harry potter would be 10 million times cooler if it were written by a gay like there's so many fucking holy shit the aesthetic the aesthetic is like at a four and it could be like at a seven thousand exactly and that's i think the thing about harry potter is that its most lasting impact is and has always been that it is good fan fiction fodder Mm -hmm. um i think it's maybe time to like put it it? down yeah like yeah like take it out behind the shed yeah kind of take it out behind the shrieking shack that's exactly right um but you know like it has turf rabies you gotta put it down (laughs) yeah exactly i think that that was i i think that it got the reputation that it had and the popularity that it had not necessarily because of its own merit especially the later books um, but, you know, because, like, there's, there is stuff in there that's like, oh, yeah, this is two straight chapters of these teenage boys who can turn into animals. Have fun with that. And then mm-hmm. she started getting mad about the fan fiction, mad about the posting. And then by book five, she's like, um, everyone you thought was gay is straight. Dumbledore's gay, though. I don't know. That's, that's for you guys. Yeah, and he's Dumbledore is gay and his boyfriend was a Nazi. Yeah. yeah, and that's why he's celibate for the le- rest of his life. Yeah, Dumbledore's gay, and he will never stop paying for that. Um, but Lupin and Tonks are straight, and they're very miserably married for, like, six months before Tonks has a baby, and then they both die. So, you know. A miserable marriage. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like... Where if one's worst. happy, the other one looks miserable, as said by the text. Literally. Great, just great. She God. spends the whole of book six being depressed that he's not into her, and then they have this weird confrontation at the end, and then he's like, well, whatever. And then we see them again in seven, and he's only ever described as looking tired while Tonks is radiant. And then he tries to run away from them, literally, <laughs> with Harry and the gang. And Harry's like, no, fuck you. Go hang out with your kid. And then they all die. It's so bleak and nothing. It's like... I can't wait to get straight married. It sounds... (laughs) (laughs) It sounds so good. This is what everything's been leading to. Yeah. So that's Harry Potter and Wolfstar, specifically. Um, Do we want to do a rating before we talk about any other weirdness because we have Mm. some kind of third segmenty (laughs) stuff to do and i feel like maybe we can get into it then after we have a little buffer of uh doing our podcast duties yeah do our little our little star ratings um you know i don't know you know i kind of want to talk about peter pettigrew for a second 
yeah, let's talk yeah, about the little because, rat. Yeah, a, I mean, little rat boy, so we mm-hmm, love yeah. that. Uh, also, like, the only one just, like, not caught up in the worst teenage relationship drama of all time. So, you know, I would love to claim him as, like, a little asexual rat boy, uh, but also he is just, like, the worst person alive and uh, just so pathetic and scummy, so, mm, I would like it, it better if he weren't. Thank you. Right. I, and this was always my little thing, um, I was always smitten with the line of uh, JK being like, oh, he blew up an entire street and killed 13 people. And it feels like when she wrote the reveal that that was Peter Pettigrew, she forgot that he was capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what if he was like actually like, I don't know, like a good wizard and a threat? What if he was, like, the main villain? Yeah, because, like, there's something really scary about a villain who can, like, beg for mercy and then, like, immediately blow up you and everyone else around. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking he should have just lied that Voldemort was back. I don't know. Make, like, a puppet necromancy thing. Yeah, like, someone who genuinely... He seemed capable. Like, genuinely is a scared little shit, but will do literally, like, beyond anything to, like, secure himself. Like, Mm -hmm. that's scary if he does anything, but he's just a little shit the rest of the time. He doesn't do anything interesting. Yeah, he gets choked out by his own jacking off hand. Like, come on. Yeah, Voldemort gives him a hand as a reward for cutting off his hand to bring Voldemort back, and then it chokes him out when Harry says, you owe me. Yeah, like, the hand didn't realize that. (laughs) The hand just, oh, oh, no. (laughs) Like, also, yeah, you do have to cash it in. You have to say, like, yeah. wait, no, you you owe me. Yeah, you do have to give the you owe me coupon, and then it'll <laughs> then it'll work. Yeah, you do have to have on you and redeem that IOU if you want the hand to choke the the body that feet. I don't know. I just I, like you write that this is a guy who would do anything for sur- for survival. Like, even down to living with, like, a shitty family of people, constantly being passed between, like, five different children for, like, 13 years. Yeah, like, uh, two of which are, like, probably just, like, animal abusers, like... Yeah, two of which are, like, the Paul brothers, (laughs) so have committed horrible, heinous crimes. And, like, you're telling me this guy he can still be a coward and still be like incredibly scary exactly Mm -hmm. he was next to harry for like a good three years yeah like i don't why is he not like like, yeah i can tell you harry's habits like i lived near him exactly like they don't i can tell you where he's gonna be during the summer it's probably at the fucking weasley house again you want me to walk you there Mm-hmm. Like he knew Ron. I can There's tell you so exactly what he eats for, for breakfast. Like I can tell you what he and Snape eat for breakfast. <laughs> There's so much potential there for like a like a, a a Pettigrew tries to like be a spy on them thing for where him like being like Ron. I'm just scared. I need a way out. Like can you like find a way to protect me or something? Like he goes to Ron and Harry like but is still reporting on them to Voldemort or something. You know like. There's things you can do with a character that's, like, you know, 
a rat, quote unquote, who will always be with whoever in that very moment is the most powerful, like a counter to Snape, who is like just playing both sides so well, like only he knows whose side he's on. You know, like it's, there's stuff there. And instead, Pettigrew is never doing literally anything except being a cowardly little shit. Yeah, he's like <laughs> their dog. It's weird. Anyways, it's weird. nothing happens in book six, and they should have learned their personas. Like, they should have they done the off. Animagus thing. At least one of them. Because there is, like, some lore that you yeah, have to... Yeah, no one to... wants to turn into a bird or something? Yeah, there's some lore that you have to, like, hold a thing in your mouth for a month. And it's like, oh, well, like, they'd have to be silent. And it's like, that's a perfect opportunity for, like, Hermione to be like, I'm doing a vow of silence for the slave race that exists in this world. Um, and everyone's <laughs> and then, like, and then oh, next... fucked up. <laughs> And then next thing you know, bam, she's a mountain goat. Except she's an otter. True. Yeah, I know. I know (laughs) her Patronus is. Likes otters. (laughs) Was it an otter or no? It was an otter, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Did someone get a steal? I don't know. Someone got a seal. Did someone? I don't know. I seem to remember a seal because swans are pretty. Could you imagine getting a moose? Who gets a whale? Hmm. Um, Is your Patronus like the size of the animal? It like has to be, something? right? So, uh, like, if you had like an orca whale, is that more effective than if you had like an otter since it can just cover more ground? Do you have to have a happier memory? I I, I think mean, it's I think it's like a Pokemon situation where Werelord where like Werelord is the size of three houses but isn't necessarily more powerful than like you know oh, your, it's your the Pikachu. same like strength of a skitty. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think it scales with size. It is like as light as like some styrofoam. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Once again, why it's pointless to have them do the Patronus thing because it tells us nothing about their character that doesn't even give them any stats. Uh, it tells me that Cho Chang likes swans. Cho Chang is pretty like a swan. Um, and that Hermione um, likes, likes otters. otters. And Ron uh, is not a weasel, but a Jack Russell Terrier. Yes. Mm-hmm. We yep. never see Hermione passing a stone between her two hands. Like, I don't know. This or isn't a character for choice for her. It. Or storing it within a little pouch. Yeah. We never see Hermione hold someone's hands uh, to avoid drifting apart in the ocean currents. Yeah. That is true. We never do see that. We never fucking see that. And I just... Prime opportunity. Wasted. Mm-hmm. Unless she's a river otter. Do we ever learn, like, what the fuck Lupin's Patronus is? Because I don't think we do from... from... Uh, he has no happy memories. Oh, yeah, fair. I don't know if we ever see him cast a corporeal Patronus, which is the one that has the animal. You can also just do mm-hmm. the ray of light, which seems to work okay. Yeah, you it's can just, just make a funny phone. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, the funny phone has to be the animal. Does it? I think so. They, whenever they send it, it's the animal. Yeah, that's because just that's what J.K. Rowling thinks they are now. Yeah, because it, but it has to talk. Can the orb not talk? No, it has to have a mouth. So, anyways, um. All right. J.K. <laughs> Rowling was like texting with someone, and they changed like their profile picture to their persona, and she was like, "Damn, I have an idea." Damn, that's so cute. <laughs> what if the representation of depression was now an email? 
It's <laughs> a funny phone. <laughs> what if the uh, representation of how to fight depression uh, was an email? Was a funny phone. <laughs> it was a Snapchat. Twitter stopped depression. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Jesus. Um, no. Anything else we want to talk about for, for our rating? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I have anything else to uh, to to bring up. I could talk about how uh, Snape's Patronus is a doe, which does not really imply that he's soulmates with Lily. It implies that he wants to be her. Hmm. Isn't that your third segment? Well, I thought we there are some quizzes that we're gonna take. Oh. So I thought maybe I should say it here instead, and we can just do quizzes as our our, our fun little third segment. Oh, okay. Uh. Yeah, this was uh, something Sky and I uh, turned on to. Mm-hmm. Is is Snape supposed to be, like, closeted trans? God, Because a lot of things imply that it's less that he loved Lily and more that he just wanted to, like, be her. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, um... He couldn't, like, replicate her innate goodness. Yeah. Which there... was always embodied as her feminine abilities. Yeah, there was, again, there was a lot of very, like, when I say divine feminine, I'm being, like, J.K. Rowling is a extreme radical feminist, like, traditional feminist, but, like, a radical feminist. And, like, every time Lily is portrayed, it is as nothing but, like, pure divine essence of motherhood. Like, she is a woman with a capital W, like, across the board. That is pretty much her only trait, is that she is pure and good and woman. And whenever we have, like, we have that little scene in the very end with book seven where he, like, we see all Snape's memories of Lily and everything like that. And it's like, you know, he's, like, watching her and is like, wow, she's good and I can't be that. I can't achieve it. Like, unachievable uh, divine femininity from, it's just nasty. Like, it just very much seems like the vibe is, like, probably unintentional. I mean, I don't want to say unintentionally because we all know who J.K. Rowling is. That's probably was in a, some kind of way on her mind and why she thinks of Snape as like... Brave. It, <laughs> yeah, the bravest thing Snape could do is to be in the closet his whole life is like kind of what the implication feels like. It's... I, I don't know. It's gross. Yeah. It's hard to say anything about it other than that. It just does feel like, like with, um, the, the Patronus thing especially has always confused me from the perspective of Snape is supposed to be in love with Lily because Lily's Patronus is a doe because of the symbolism in relation to James, who's is a stag. So if anything, like his reflection would be something like, you know, would also be a stag or would be something else related to Lily's, but not just a straight up doe, which is just like, yeah, he wants to be her. He wants to possess that like femininity, not, he's not in love with it. Hmm. So it's just like, it's not good. And like, again, we know, we, we know about JK Rowling. This is not a secret of hers. Like she funnels a lot of money into hate movements against trans women like she does not like them a lot of her books and stuff since then has been if not centered around has featured really nasty caricatures of trans women not to mention Rita Skeeter in this book series um like 
it's we know it's there this is sort of a conspiracy theory sort of not sort of we know what she like how she thinks and this is sort of a really out there example that I feel like doesn't get examined all that much I mean people have been talking about how Snape is like queer coded Mm -hmm. that that gets mentioned a lot but I think specifically like that is a I think it's good to call it for what it is and like that's my reading anyway is that yeah Snape is trans femme yeah, yeah, I that yeah, you think you make a make a make a good argument for it. Like, I think it almost certainly wasn't intentional on JK's part, but yeah, I think that fucking rotten ideology might have leaked into the character in 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 some capacity. Yeah, like that's what I mean is I don't think JK Rowling set out to make a trans woman. I think she set out to make a caricature of what she thinks like a if not like an actual trans woman, like what she thinks like a a feminized man is, you know? Yeah, it's just like the beginning of the books always describe him as having like long, like owed, like greasy long hair and just like looking feminine, having clothes that never really fit him quite right. And just like the ending of the books being like, oh, he could never replicate that innate quote-unquote goodness within Lily and I'm just like oh uh, uh, right. oh, oh. Uh, do we think uh, that we do we think that Snape is an autogynophile <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah yeah yep yeah so. <laughs> yep it's a normal one Anyways, this is a book series that could have started out okay if magic had continued to represent, like, maybe imagination, maybe anything. Um, Mm, No. Yeah. No, no, it's fine. You know. Should we go to the rankings? Yeah, I think we should. Let's do our rankings. So, our wolf star. How do we rate that on uh, no homo? I mean... The no homo is fucking five. Like, Lupin is fully straight married, like... And Sirius is dead. Yeah, they fridged Sirius and then married married Lupin off, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, J.K. Rowling is an extremely no homo author. Like, we can all agree on this. Yeah, she is... Once again, like they talk about in Streaking Shack, it feels like she is pained every day that she has to keep adhering to the fact that she made Dumbledore gay. <laughs> like, she despite you know? I was really <laughs> laughing how in, like, literally the first ten minutes of this new movie, they put in a scene that's like, oh, I loved you. Like, they're like, oh, we're beating the queer bait allegations. He's gay, guys. Yeah, no, stop fucking asking us. <laughs> stop fucking asking us about this. <laughs> you fucking fruits. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to give it a lower score for the no hetero because, you know, like, Lily is always there in the equation, like, you know, until she fucking dies. Uh, but, you know, right. so does James. So, like, yeah. Also, like, 
just from book three, I didn't really get a lot of that that gay vibe. Like, I I haven't refreshed myself on on later books, so maybe you'd be more. So yeah, you'd definitely be more qualified to uh to speak on that. But yeah, I think the the interactions between like Lupin and Snape were pretty minimal and like more focused on like. Oh, let's let's murder this rat boy. Then you know, let's maybe like kiss in the moonlight. You know, <laughs> there is always a vibe where it's like, if Lupin had a crush on Sirius and Sirius had a crush on James, who had like a broke like you know a crush on Lily, and it was just like, oh, if Sirius was like gay, Lupin was like ah, but like there was literally one guy you wanted to be with, and that was James. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a scene where uh, b- before the bullying, um, Harry is in the like underground. Uh, he's in the pensive. I don't. I don't my brain is the visual. bowl of cum. Yeah, yeah. He's in the he's in the bowl of thought cum, and he um, there's Lupin or sorry, James is playing with a snitch that he stole, and they're all kind of telling him it's kind of annoying. But uh, he doesn't put it away until Sirius asks him to put it away, and Harry literally is like. Uh, uh, he he says that like he got the impression that James wouldn't have like done that for anyone except for Sirius. Hmm. Like Sirius is the only person that he actually like listens to and stuff like that. Yeah, it is like a lot of implication of like oh James and Sirius had something, and then Sirius is like James is like I'm gonna go get a girlfriend now, and James Sirius is like oh well then. Yeah, because they're all kind of you know messing with him about the Lily stuff and. Uh, Lupin is the only one who doesn't want them to bully Snape is like sort of his big character thing mm-hmm. in the pensive is like he's just kind of got his nose in a book and is like oh you guys that's mean Sirius tries to get Lupin to eat a man yeah Sirius literally tried to kill Snape he literally by did. saying Lupin you should eat him Sirius is just a Lupin rowdy never boy. brings that up he's never like hey did you try to get me to kill a guy um, here's the thing. Sirius is Antifa. True. Is he? Like, I know that it's very tricky to figure out what's all going on with the whole, like, were they bullying Snape because he was uh, feminine, or were they bullying him because he's poor, or were they bullying him because he's a Nazi? Like, you know, there's sort of a fine line there. I choose to believe that he's just, like, he hates his, uh shitty fascist family so much that he is like all for beating up Snape because he's Antifa yeah and then right. but but then of course as we all know J.K. Rowling does later go on in the Fantastic Beasts movies to say that no actually you shouldn't kill Nazis you, 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 you should debate them and like not even debate them that strongly because then people will think you're the bad guy and that'll that's make true, them but that's, yeah. but that's that, why that'll only make them die. stronger that's yeah. why Sirius had to die in the narrative because J.K. Yeah. Rowling does not appreciate Antifa, but I do in my heart. Yeah, he was he was too Antifa. It was, he was really muddying up the ideology of the books. Well, here's the problem: is Sirius was so Antifa that his slave was ant- was uh, fascist, and he was mean to that slave. Damn. So that's why he deserved to die. Oh, what if your slave was a Nazi? <laughs> what if your slave was a Nazi? Is it okay to be mean to them? Is it okay to have God. a slave if you're stopping them from doing Nazi things? Is it okay to have a slave if if you free them, they will literally immediately go to Hitler and start telling him all your secrets? Is, like, <laughs> the basic plot of, like, the start of book six. 
Thanks, J.K. Rowling. Thank you, J.K. J.K. Rowling, everybody. Um, so yeah, no hetero. I think like it's a weird one. J.K. Rowling sucks at writing romance in general. <laughs> she sure but do. I do think her gay shit is better than her like trying to do straight shit. Yeah, by so, accident. It's hard to say exactly. As a Just lot of writing these are. her like weird yaoi <laughs> wizard fan art and like got mad that everyone called it gay. I don't, I don't <laughs> like thinking of that. Imagining <laughs> Sirius and Lupin going Mbaka with their big yaoi hands. What are we giving them as the rating? God. I don't know. No hetero? Let's just say no I... hetero. Yeah, I, I I think me personally, I would probably put it at a two or a three. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm giving it like a two. Yeah. And only that I think like everything that it represents is completely accidental. Yeah. <laughs> like, I... That's fair. Yeah, I mean, J.K. Rowling is extremely like, if you are not in a heterosexual relationship... By the time you're 20. By the time you're, like, 20, you're <laughs> yeah. dead. So, yeah. This this is extremely hetero. We can put it at, like, a two yeah. star for no. You should already time. have your first two children by the time you're 20. Like. That's Yeah, true. and if you don't, I don't, you should probably rot, maybe. Mm-hmm. How are we going for no Romo? Hmm. You know, I, I'm, I'm tempted to give this more of, like, a, you know... I'm I'm feeling like maybe a four, just because like you know a lot of the friendship stuff like is sort of backgrounded, you know. But also like they fucking they fucking realize they they fucking manifested their own personas in order to keep their wolf friend company when 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 he's feeling sick. So you know that's 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 some fucking homie behavior, you know. They yeah. they literally became animals so that they could hang out an extra couple of nights a month, like it owns. Yeah, they like learn how to become animals so they can like goof with the fellas some more. Like that yeah. was Yeah, and when Sirius had to be in his like shitty Nazi parents' house, like Lupin was living with him. They were mm-hmm. just domestic. So Yeah, like No added strings, they were just hanging out. Yeah. I think yeah. it's cute. Sometimes you don't, like, romantically want to be with your bro, but everything else is on the table. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And I think that's where they were. For sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking a four sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking three or four. Okay, yeah. I'm good with a four. So cool. that's five no homo, two no hetero, five no romo, or five, four no romo. Five, two, four. Hey, we, got, we actually, we actually we got, got an 11. Homo. We got into double digits. Wow. Yay! We got a double they, digits they, again. It fucking tied with Kimono Friends. Wow, Kimono Friends like we've been doing this like thing where we have like an episode where like we get a high score <laughs> because something's good, and then a high score because something's bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's been Kimono- pretty consistent so far. Kimono Friends was really hampered by its low no Romo score. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or no no Homo score. What did I say? It, like, exactly. it's cool. But yeah, no, uh, that was definitely on the other end of like how much the series respects women, you know? Mm-hmm. As yeah. They were cat girls, but they were definitely more respected than the women in Harry Potter. 100%. <laughs> 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 Shall 
Should we do some personality quizzes, which is the other part of the Harry Potter fandom that Let's made it alive? Let's fucking go. <laughs> fucking fine. Where am I going? <laughs> oh, it's just on the Discord. So I, I found oh, okay. a couple of quizzes. I found one for Patronus and one for Animagus form. Wonderful. Here we go. We should, yeah, we should see if they match up. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're in the no solve... homo shit channel. <laughs> we should solve this right fucking now. <laughs> Okay. All right, Patronus. Uh, we're back to fucking you quiz. Let's That's go. Right. I fucking uh, love the background on this entire quiz. It is just like an upside down Lego set. I'm not sh- even sure if it's a Harry Potter Lego set. What the fuck are we doing here? This is a very funny an, quiz. It's an upside down Lego set. The kind of like background color is like a nice purple hue. But mm-hmm. the text is also purple, mm-hmm. so it's creating this effect where it's very hard to read for a second. Yeah, it's yeah. certainly creating an effect. Like, it's if like... I unlike focus my eyes, I'm just like, I can't read these words. It's also upside down. It's like an upside yeah. down Lego thing with a goldfish in the back. Graphic design is my passion. <laughs> Thank you, Master of Quizzes, for this this visual experience. How would you describe yourself? I love how one of the options on how do you describe yourself is droopy. <laughs> Good. Yeah, but no option for slutty, so I feel like this quiz is already failing. <laughs> I'm I'm personally choosing tricky. I forget what my 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 answers. I forget what I answered the first time I ran through this quiz just to see how it was, but I really got fucking owned in my results page. So we'll see how it goes I don't know, this I'm time. I'm feeling like the sin of sloth today. I'm going lazy. Let's That's go. Fair. Say that you're stuck we... in a room and the only two things in it are you and a book. What do you do with it? Eat it! Eat it! <laughs> Hell yeah! We got rewrite it, read it, stomp on it, scribble all over it, use it as a pillow, daydream, tear up the pages, cry on it, take it away and store... One of them is play video games. Excuse me, I thought there was only a book in this room. I'm... Take endless photos of yourself. <laughs> With what, motherfucker? You also what? have a phone, so you also have the option for phone games or... Yeah, I have the options to do whatever I want on my phone. <laughs> you have the option for phone game or selfies, also. God. Interesting. It's like, I don't know how long I'm in this room. If I'm in the room, I probably read the book first, and then I might try some of these other things. I don't know. I might just use it as a pillow for my morning nap. God, I why are there fucking like twelve answers for that question in particular? Like they were just like, God, there are about... so many fucking things you could do with a book. You, know you need what? to explore Actually, these options. I'm gonna channel my inner camera roman and yes. take endless photos of myself. That's let's right. go. But first, let me take a selfie. And then the next <laughs> a one very is bad are you selfie. the next one is are you religious? Yes or no? As a wizard, I am very religious. <laughs> As you know, since the wizards are British, they're Christian. Yeah, of course. It is a fact that they have made peace with that dogma. I love the nuance of what you would do with a book in a room, and then the nuance of do you have a religion? Is yes or no? Yeah. <laughs> are you in a rich <laughs> this one is also just yes or no. Why were there so many options for you're in a room with a book? <laughs> Master of quizzes. Also, what are we rating this rich by? Are we rating by like scale of the world or like 
am I related to Jeff Bezos? Right, like, I'm American, but I'm also not Elon Musk, so... Yeah, like... I'm just kidding, I'm not... My family is, like, pretty middle class, but I'm not, like... I'm not sitting here, like, yeah, I'm going on fucking vacation to Tahiti right now. Like, what are we... what are we asking? Yeah, I'm not on a jet ski right now. I'm recording a podcast on a $60 microphone, like... Yeah, I don't... Are you a keeper of secrets kind of person? What the fuck does that Again, mean, Again, they gave us all the nuance in the world in this fucking, you're in a room with a book, including two answers of things that are not you, you in a book. And You know what? <laughs> then- maybe maybe I am a see- keeper of secrets kind of person, because I'm just the little mouse boy who you would least expect to be a keeper of secrets. Mm. Mm. Keep the secrets. Sneaky, sneaky. Do you yeah, love this reading? is a trick question. You need to answer the opposite of what you would normally do. You need to go like a little hush emoji face and then wink. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. Are you a kid, teenager, or adult? The three genders. Yeah. I. 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 Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell fucking yeah. I'm happy about mine. I got a bat. I got a bat. (gasps) Yeah. Fuck yeah. You guys know how I'm a Dr. Starline stan? Uh huh. I got a platypus. Yeah! Let's go! Yeah, motherfucker! Oh, this is the only Patronus quiz. What are the odds for me to get a platypus, too? Let me scroll down this. God, fucking congratulations. I'm so happy for you. I know. It understands me. I got a goldfish first time I ran through it. That's so fucking mean. (laughs) It's so mean. That's so fucking mean. <laughs> that one There's didn't only count, There's two though. fish on this fucking list, and one is a goldfish, and the other is an octopus, which I realize is not a fish, but, like, usually there's, a, like, a couple, like, sea creatures. <laughs> it has, like, it gives you the rankings of what people have gotten, and it has, like, a 0% for, like, moose and goose, which, I don't know, I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people have the energy of a goose. It has only 1% of people have gotten dog and or mouse. And I think that's a fucking lie. Yeah. Make it easier to to get mouse boy. (laughs) Well, except for the book, which are like 12 questions. Is that why they had to do that? Yeah. They're like, one of these needs to have like 12 options for like the 12 (laughs) animals you could be. I need to know what you need to pick on that answer to get goose. (laughs) I keeps retaking it into like <laughs> it's very scientific oh this one's gonna give me a marauder nickname in, oh. in addition to my, what my animagus oh. form is yeah oh, I thought this CW was like a fun show. I thought this was like a fun little twist on just uh, animagus quiz it tells you like it gives you a little story about you know the, the fucking marauders and how they gave you a nickname interesting interesting mm. ho 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 all right. Well. What house are you? I'm thinking Ravenclaw for myself. I don't know. I mean, the last time I took the quiz, I think it gave me Slytherin. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to give that. Yeah, I'm usually a Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw, so I'm going Hufflepuff. Right, we have, a diver- we have a diverse cast here. Except nobody's <laughs> into sports here. No. If you had a superpower... Are... Wait, if I, if I, if I like Haikyuu, does that, does that make me into sports? Am I a Gryffindor now? Hmm... Um, I don't think so. Okay. 
Because yeah. that's also about competition and like ambition, which are Slytherin traits. Ah, uh, yeah, it's true. Everyone so. in IQ is a Slytherin. That's right. <laughs> you not a show you. It's a Slytherin. If you had um, a superpower, what would it be? It's speed for me. I want to be like Sonic. Well, it would be shape shifting if that was here. Yeah, yeah, that would be for me, but it's not. So I'm. I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm going. I'm going speed. I don't want to be able to read people's minds. That sounds like a horrible, desolate wasteland. Invisibility yeah. is a no, <laughs> and flying. I'm scared of heights, yo. No, I like heights. I pick four. I'm not. I'm not going up that high. When faced with danger, you <laughs> hide. I taunt. <laughs> I'm a game playing motherfucker. You you hit left on that D pad and do your little taunt. I know. I say, what are you gonna do? You gonna hit me with that big bat? You get under your little note... solid snake cardboard box. No wait, <laughs> I'm getting under the cardboard box. I chose hide. Yeah, I'm doing the fucking little Luigi butt wiggle. I was gonna say I know too much about my mental health for this one because um, I, my brain was like, oh, fight or flight, and I was looking for freeze, which is not here, but I guess hide is closest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pick a positive trait. I don't... Hmm. These are all so incredibly vague, thank you. I know. I think I'm a team player. I love to do podcasts with more than one person on them. <laughs> I am a good listener for I listen to podcasts. <laughs> True. <laughs> Pick a negative trait that describes of the that describes you. Oh. Not good at keeping secrets. <laughs> I would definitely snitch on my friends and thus ruin the protection that kept them alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hey everyone, you want to hear something crazy? Flirtatious slash boastful. Sorry, I'm on the next one. Pick another trait that best describes you. <laughs> oh well, I'm caught between mischievous and flirtatious. I'm a little bit of a scamp. I'll put mischievous. Yeah. Pick one. Freedom, being alone. I are these like opposites? Like, yeah, these are not what I would consider opposites. What is what is that? I can be both. Right. I don't. Uh, what? I think. I think some of these are just. We we get a run of like three questions that are just like from the Pottermore quiz, and then like none of the rest are. Mm. Great. No wonder this feels so weird. Yeah. So it's just Pick vibes. One. For these Shine, things. glitter, glow. They're all the same. Nah. Uh. Yeah. They, they just fucking choose you to, you know, ask you to choose between, like, leaf, blade, and thorn. And then next question, which member of an elite crime team would you be? Thank you for having an actual question eventually. <laughs> Dream, discover, dance. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm the emotional support member who doesn't do much but keeps the morale high. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Hmm. I'm the flirtatious spy who is uh, scoping out and, like, getting into the building by being a slut. Hell yeah. What's your zodiac sign? I'm a Libra. I'm a Piskis. A Piskis? A Piskis. 
I'm Scorpio from She-Ra. Pick a 70s, 80s song that I love right now. It's gotta be Boston for me. Yeah, yeah it More does. than a feeling, come on. Of, of these, it sure does. Oh, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. Unfortunately, I am Little Rat Boy. From which Marauder's character do you relate to the most? Mm. Just a little rat boy. I misread this for like a second. And when it like, I looked over Sirius very quickly and I thought it said Sirius, the baldy with a bike. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I thought he had hair. No, that's yeah, Walter White. I thought he had long hair. The bald baddie. <laughs> <laughs> Sirius, the bald baddie. All right. I mean, we know my opinions on werewolves. I'd be Remus. I mean, yeah, I would say I don't think these necessarily sum up what I relate to in their characters, but yeah, I'm going with Sirius. Which HP Air character do you relate to the most? God, I don't... I don't... I... <sighs> I'm gonna go Cedric Diggory because, because I he wanted... died. Yeah, and I also want to be as irrelevant as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm choosing Luna because she's a weird little freak. That's true. Yeah, mood. Luna definitely has a fur affinity account. Oh, for sure. No question. You... Why is this? I don't like this question. What would you be your response if I asked, what are your pronouns? Hmm. I guess insert pronouns because I'm normal. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I guess I would, just, I would tell them my pronouns because What's that's pronoun? what you do when Not... someone asks you. What's a pronoun? Not in a condescending way, but like oblivious way. What? <laughs> oh, that's you that's so you never asking. That's what? the answer this if you've never question? gone to an English class. I literally already told you my pronouns. Why are you asking it? This is dark. I know this is <laughs> this is real dark. I don't like that. Pick one. Observant with wings, <laughs> small and sneaky. <laughs> Would you rather be small or be really, really good at seeing? And the two genders. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I'm not observant, so I'm gonna go small and sneaky. Oh my god. I'm going observant with wings. It's I It's too funny. <laughs> Pick one. Fast and brave, sassy and fun. Sassy and fun. Let's sassy go. Sassy and fun, are you kidding me? <laughs> what is fast and That's is that the Flash. Sonic the Hedgehog versus... That's Sonic! <laughs> That's Flonic. This is Ooh, are we... you Sonic or Knuckles? <laughs> <laughs> Hold and on. No, I would go with Knuckles. <laughs> Hold on, didn't I'm I'm on question 19. Which do you value more, freedom or friendship? Didn't we already do freedom or being what? alone in this very quiz? <laughs> well, now they're asking if you would want freedom or not being alone. <laughs> would you like... <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Birth is a curse. Freedom is a prison. Like, my brain is trying to, like, logic puzzle this out. It's like, okay, so if freedom equals friendship and freedom also equals uh, a being alone, like, the, like, diagram going this way, like, I don't understand. No, hold on. It's, 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 just imagine a straight line. We got being alone in friendship on one end. Freedom is in the middle. Right, but... <laughs> 
I don't think freedom's <laughs> the opposite of having friendships or being alone. You, you know, maybe it's a triangle. Maybe it's a gaslight gatekeep girl boss triangle, and you you're, you exist as a point on that on that on that space. That's true. They should have had us pick between friendship and being alone then to like complete the triangle, but that's fine. <laughs> um, I'm not leaving them a thought. What did I get? Oh, I got Tweety. <laughs> You're a bird. A Remus guy. actually gave you this nickname. E- what kind of bird am I? Remus actually gave it's you this nickname even before the transformation fifth year because you always seem to be talking, always had something to say. He named you after the cartoon character Tweety Bird, which is canon in How the Harry Potter universe. The... How does he know about the cartoon character? He loves How does he know? things. Um... So this is weird. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. My Animagus is a black cat, which rules. Hell yeah. Hell the yeah. name they gave me is Spook, which, mm. knowing the history of that word, I don't like that. Yeah, it's not mm. fun. I don't enjoy the idea of Sirius calling me Spook. Yeah, it's not good. Sirius yeah, started calling you Spook because you, well, were always spooking him. Huh, man? Hmm. Excuse me? What the fuck? Did this quiz just race card you or something? I, I don't... I... I Troubling. I don't, <laughs> troubling implications are happening here. I don't like that. I don't... What'd you get, Sky? Um, well, apparently we went to see a muggle movie in theaters called what? Star Wars... How did me and the, no me and the gang? It says uh, James and Sirius dragged us to the Muggle movie theater to see this new action movie called Star Wars. And how they, does James know about it? Uh, I don't know. They started nicknaming me Chewy after Chewbacca because I'm a small rodent, like a chinchilla, hamster, or a what? mink. But why'd they name you Chewy? I don't think a minx is the same as those other two things. I don't think Chewy don't... is a small rodent. Also that. You know what are? The Ewoks. Yeah. I don't... I don't think he gets it. (laughs) So that was... That was an interesting quiz. (laughs) Well... Well... We sure did take a quiz. Yeah, I think that quiz somehow hate-crimed all three of us, so... (laughs) Like, incredibly impressive. What a great way to round out the Harry Potter section. (laughs) It is apt. Yeah. It is incredibly apt that this random quiz about Harry Potter would hate crime all three of us. (laughs) Completely by accident, mind you. J.K. Rowling made this quiz. (laughs) J.K. Rowling made this quiz and was like, I can't wait to hate crime people completely by accident. That's right. I can't wait to ask people their pronouns. And have one of the answers be nor slash mal. God. Or what's a pronoun? But not like, you know, condescending. But not like mean. You know, not like condescending, but like just completely oblivious. Like like Luna. God, which is which is worse? Having to explain like non-binary to people or having to explain English to people? Yeah, the concept of like pronouns to somebody. Both are like emotional they're... labor. Both are so taxing. I'm tired already. <laughs> I mean, listen, I had Schoolhouse Rock when I was growing up. I think Wizards maybe, don't. Maybe we should just sit some 
Well, J.K. Rowling should have. I know it's American, but maybe we should just send her a copy. Just, like, the pronouns video. I'm going to send J.K. Rowling um, conjunction junction. What's your function? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been something. Well, this has been a fun time. It sure has. Can I do one last third segment? I'm still so glad that Devin got a platypus uh, Patronus. I... That was incredible. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's no. a sign from the Lord. I love bats, too. Those are, like, my jam. I'm so glad that I got that. Yeah, sometimes they run right into you, and you have That's to go kick get a ass. shot. Well, you know. Because they're just, they're like, I can't fucking see a thing. I can't fucking see where I'm going. I can't fucking see a thing. I love how scientists used to be like, wow, bats are so good at echolocation. That's why they don't run into things. And the more we learn about bats, we learn that they're just running into things all the time. They're just, just doing it near God. constantly. Just all the time running into things. <laughs> they're just God. constantly just flying directly into things. And they're like, woo, that was crazy. God. I love that to I mean, them. I love just I'm being a of- dumbass who face plants. I'm Observant thinking- with wings thinking of that one Bunta Vista episode where they're talking about um, an article where an institute was like yeah we're discovering now that like animals like rams and things that like participate in headbutting for like mating rituals do constantly give themselves concussions and they're just like you would think nature and evolution would weed that out but no it is just letting it happen yeah, it's like you would... You would think that, like, if your whole thing is that you ram your head into something really hard, nature would figure out how not to give you a concussion, but no. Yeah, you would figure out... You, you would think some somewhat like uh, the woodpecker that has, you know, its tongue that can wrap around its brain to give it a small cushion. Uh, you would think that rams might have something like that. Nope. No, pr- they are nope. giving themselves concussions. <laughs> nope, their brains are touching their skulls all the time. <laughs> their brains are just rattling around in there. <laughs> hey, stag- stags do the headbutting thing, don't they? Do you think James oh! has... How many concussions do you think James has gotten? Oh, just, just by headbutting. He was also into sports. You know, he <laughs> yeah. just, like, near constant concussion on that guy. God. Oh, yeah. yeah just, That's just, the Gryffindor just... trait. Just all the time taking Bludger's face first. Like, yeah, Hinata. Yeah, you're constant brain swelling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, he did get murdered. Who knows how long he had with all them all, all them brains, you know? Yeah, yeah it was a matter of time before he just <laughs> fell over. <laughs> so sorry. I'm not. <laughs> he doesn't exist and is dead. That's he true. lost twice over. That's Damn. true. Can we do a third, another third segment? That like Let's called, go. Uh, uh, read another book. Mm. Uh huh. I've mentioned it a few times. I've been reading the Bartimaeus trilogy, um, which is big. Uh, an author writes about what if a society grew up with like wizards in it, and it would fundamentally change the world. Um, folks. It's a very good book series. It's about um, Bartimaeus, who is a genie, uh, a little demon man, uh, who can turn to whatever he wants at any time, and is enslaved to a little shit named Nathaniel, who sucks. And the book series just goes Nathaniel getting involved with the government, turning to a horrible little shit of a child, all the wizards sucking ass, and Bartimaeus just doing funny little antics while he just constantly thinks... This is, like, the time I uh, worked with Name's Famous Person in History. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's 
really good on like a Bartimaeus uses he him pronouns, but like the author goes out of their way to be like, yeah, this time Bartimaeus chose like the form of like a big buff like buff like lioness or oh, oh today yeah. Bartimaeus wanted to be like a cool like shifty gargoyle or oh today Bartimaeus was like I want to be like a nice looking like uh, a nice looking boy today like. A lot of just Bartimaeus being like, yeah, no, like, my form doesn't really, like, it's what I choose. It's like, I don't, it doesn't really, like, matter. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And also, it's constantly being like, if a world existed in which people had magic, they would inherently be evil for not, like, you know, fixing the problems of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike J.K. Rowling, who was like, no, wizards are good, and we should return to our subtly racist statue government. Right. Oh, you mean it actually has good commentary on, like, perhaps maybe having, like, an entire slave race is maybe not good? Oh, yeah, no, the whole thing about it is Bartimaeus is like, yeah, no, wizards enslave, like, genie. They enslave us, we're, like, here, we're slaves, whenever they use us, we're slaves, being in this world hurts us, we don't want to be here, and the whole series is kind of like, yeah, it sucks, like, real bad. (laughs) Hey, remember how in Prisoner of Azkaban, like, the entire book just keeps talking about what an awful place Azkaban is, and just, like, how absolutely fucked the wizard justice system is for arresting an innocent man, and how, like, all the prison guards are just, like, fucking cops that give you depression, and they're the worst things imaginable? And then Harry Potter is like, yeah, we should send Peter Pettigrew to prison. It's incredible how she does that. <laughs> how you think for a second she's, like, coming to, like, a, an understanding about the world. And then she's like, wait a minute, no, it's fine. We should well, send this man to the to proper the authorities. People. Yeah, it's only bad if it's not happening to the bad people. Yeah, I mean, uh, Umbridge gets uh, censored Redacted. off in the woods by mm-hmm. centaurs. Like not good stuff and it's just like ron makes fun of her ptsd about it like does a little like oh she looks like she's in shock but she moves if you do this and does a clip clop noise and she sits up and is freaked out it's like oh that's dark i don't know i don't know that i think anyone deserves that i even someone who tortures children i don't know why this is happening it's it's fine it's like weird i don't I, i don't think this is great it's a cultural institution at this point but then it didn't fucking matter because that lady stayed in power and, like, put in more racist shit against the centaurs who now she has, like, anyways. 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 Have y'all had any fun books you've been reading or Gosh. listening to or interacting? I've been listening to the Magnus Archives again a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's coming book, up to spooky season. I need to oh, yeah. listen. Mm-hmm. God. It's, it's fun. It's good writing. <laughs> good horror I- writing. I guess the last book I read was Loveless by Alice Oseman, which slaps. It's very good. <laughs> I've been mean to check out if my library has that. I wonder if it does. I guess speaking of good writing, I've been rewatching She-Ra. Good Hell writing, yeah. magical world, like actual like exploring the consequences of what it means to be a fascist and like to mm-hmm. unlearn that kind of stuff 
I also want to shout out uh, the Endling trilogy by K.A. Applegate, because K.A. Applegate is kind of yeah. like the children author who, like, only got better as 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 time went on and like her you know you look back at her books and they're like extremely like anti-war and have like you know queer themes that the author isn't actively denying and not transphobic in fact she has a trans daughter which is cool mm-hmm. so yeah she I she read... did anamorphs and then endling is just like one of her more recent series that's good and could have been a lot gayer i think that would i i've considered that bringing endling series for uh we rate queer bait i'd have to like focus in on like some some specific chapters though so we're not just like reading three books for homework (laughs) (laughs) i looked it up and i'm loving this cover of what if it's furry shit it's good it's 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 but in that way where like in that way where like you give me like a hyper realistic like dog in terms of like <laughs> the face and kind of the body yeah but then you have to like compete with how would like a dog stand on like two legs for an extended period of time mm-hmm. so it gets like a little less defined as it goes down and the <laughs> eyes are like experiencing like it feels like a guy in a fursuit that I'm, I'm looking at right now. Yeah, I'm absolutely having some uncanny valley, like, I'm making that thing pay rent, like, <laughs> like weird dog picture <laughs> vibes. But it looks cute. I love Catherine Apple, or K.A. Applegate. Um, uh, I read a lot of Animorphs as a kid. It was very, like, oh, my God, this scarred me. But I love, you know? It was very, very good, though. I remember really enjoying that series. So I would definitely be down to cover that sometime. We could pick one book and just like, you know, kind of book club it a little. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, listeners, you now have your homework, which is to literally read anything else other (laughs) than Harry Potter. That is true. But um, who would it be? I forget what our rotation is. Uh, Uh, Devin is next. next. It's my turn next. Oh, what are we... (sighs) I've been bouncing around between a few things. And, you know, we just did something cursed with, like, Harry Potter. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Can we return to something incredibly wholesome? Let's go. I'm ready. Can can we talk about Boji and Kage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been, I've been fucking missing them so fucking much, yo. I'm so ready to talk about Kage and Boji. Like, I don't know if that show's getting a season two. And if it does... There will be more Boji and Kai. I want to talk about them now. So. It has to get a season two, right? Like it they, they, has to. they got so, there. It was so successful. It has to get a season two, and you know what? When it gets a season two, I will talk about them again. That's right. But I want to talk about Boji and Kage. We're talking about ranking of kings here. Let's go. Should we just do whole series? I know we've all seen it. I know yeah. we generally try to pick our stuff a little smaller, but... <clears throat> I like I could probably go through and pick out the episodes where they are doing their cutest stuff. Mm-hmm. I I will probably rewatch the whole series again, mostly because I like it. Um, uh-huh. But if y'all really want, I can find the specific episodes. Yeah, I think that I'm would be good mostly... also... I think that would be good just as like a refresher because I don't yeah. necessarily want to rewatch the whole series. Also, yeah. like for people who might not have seen the series in our audience, just as like an, uh, uh, a crash course. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm thinking vaguely already like 
episode one and two, or parts of episode one and two, um, I have to figure out what episodes they are, but the episodes where Boji is training at, is it Despa's house? Sorry, I had to switch between Desha and Despa. Despa's <laughs> house, and the last episode, literally titled The King and the Sun, in which uh, Boji's mom walks up to him and is being like, while thinking about her late husband, being like, that boy is your light, huh? <laughs> and I'm like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, starting with those, I'll get you guys, like, actual episodes for that, but I'm thinking Boji and Kage. Excellent. Hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah. Is hey. that it? Should we do some plugs? Oh, yeah. We have to plug things. Yeah, we do. Well, you can find the podcast at wewaitqueerbait at twitter.com. You can find me at groovingghastly. And speaking of platypi, and speaking of Sonic-related things... Mm-hmm. You can find me on the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast, where I, as well as our other hosts, Dan and Morg, just kind of just kind of randomly like dick around in the Sonic universe. Hell yeah! All right, well, you can find me on Tumblr at Denkis McDonald. I also do have a uh, show Tumblr for this now, so that's it. We rate queer bait, no other like hyphens or anything. Um, and then I have a band camp at, um, E-L Sky, uh, no hyphens or anything there too. It's L Sky. And then, um, I'm on Twitter at Sky underscore bird 36. I'm on for affinity with the username space robot. You can get in touch with me about art commissions in case you want your very own, you know, maybe you've had this uh, Patronus that you've had for, you know, a while since you were in the Harry Potter fandom so, so long ago. And, you know, maybe you want to sort of update that, do something new with it, you know? Fucking bring it right to me and I'll fursona that bitch. Like, yeah. so you can get yeah, in touch with me. Maybe you just got a signed of platypus. <laughs> You can uh, contact me just like on Discord if you know me there or via email at spacerobotart at gmail.com. I'm also on a podcast called Digimon Ghost Gaze where we talk about the very gay media property of Digimon and the, the, the currently ongoing anime series of Digimon Ghost Game. It's very good, and it teaches you that murder is okay, which is something that Harry should have learned before he met Peter Pettigrew. Why is murder the least okay of the unforgivable spells below torture? Yeah, good question. Mm. Or taking Why is torture away? bad, but Azkaban is okay? Why, Why is, is mind it... control spell bad, but mess with someone's memory spell good? Yeah, it's like Why a is mind control bad, but love potion good? Uh, yeah, that's like but, magical roofies, and it's a joke for girls. But magical roofies bad when you conceive child under magical roofies because they end up being evil snake man yeah they turn into ted bundy they turn into charles manson mm-hmm. so there is a standing order to white muggles memories if they get hate crimed during this uh re- like this nazi regime where they may get hate crimed a lot uh but you can't uh take away someone's free will but you can erase all their memories 
Yeah, it's fine. We have a guest. Hi. God. We, we should we should end this podcast before we talk about J.K. Rowling anymore and get even madder. That is oh, see, so, so you're you're saying we should we should end the podcast here? Oh, what hmm. if we ended the podcast? Mm. What if we? What if okay. We what if we ended the podcast so that we could stop mm. talking about JK? Oh my god. <laughs> JK, JK, JK. 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 <laughs> Just kidding. I said JK, that means it was a joke. <laughs> it was Aha. a joke. It was a joke. Unless. 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 Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. <laughs>